So today on Alabama Unfiltered, we talk about football. Yes, football. Go Vols. See, that's all. And what else do we talk about? We have a letter from anonymous teacher who's a teacher in the state of Alabama that reached out with some thoughts for us on some of the comments we've made in the past about the education system. It's actually a really great letter that we uh, talked through a lot of issues in the education system. We did. So you want to stay tuned. Don't miss it. We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Beeson. I'm joined by the other two hosts. The two what? <laughs> the two nice Who are ladies. Us? Oh, the, the nice, nice ladies. Nice ladies. Oh, like the church nice. ladies. Abs and Big Al. You two, oh, oh, no, that was coffee talk. That was coffee talk. Yeah. <laughs> so you are just going with Abs and Big Al? Lady. The church lady was Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but what did she do? Everything was like evil or... Wasn't that was it? so bad. I don't know. We have to look it, was it up. something. We'll look it up. Okay. We'll look yeah, it up. We'll look don't it up. forget, this is one of your favorite podcasts that you, <laughs> that you tell all your friends about. And this podcast is available everywhere where you listen to your podcast. So make sure you subscribe. And while you're there, give us five stars. This helps other people's find other people's find out. Other Shoot. people's. No, keep I going. Keep going. It's awful, keep but it going. does help other people no. find it, does it not? Other yeah, people's. Absolutely. Given, given the other people's. Five stars. And we like the imperfection, so go with it. Because if we... If we if we censored out or edited all the imperfections, there wouldn't be a show there left. There wouldn't be a show. So Sorry. don't forget, you can also sign up for the 1819 newsletter. If you go to 1819news.com, you can get their daily detail if you do that as well. And we are powered by 1819news.com. Yes. So Well done, sir. <laughs> you did it. Well, it was done. It wasn't well done, but we did it. So I appreciate it. Mm. So what's on y'all's mind? What do we have? Anything good? Oh, real what, good. Do you want her to gloat a little while? Can I just have like, she can gloat. She just can, go like, ahead. She go ahead. This is the week after. For people who are watching this months from now, this is so, the week after that once every twenty years. How many refs did y'all buy? I think three. No, 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 no. I was oh, going to say the refs were terrible. The really? Re but on both sides. Oh, I mean, I see, that's like, how you get away and, with it. And, oh, yeah, the refs were terrible. No, but on they both really sides. were because I felt like it was like the first game they had ever refed because yeah. they kept having to take – that game lasted forever. Mm -hmm. And when you were in the stands, it lasted forever, ever. Right. Because with all there the TV were timeouts, so many people timeouts, there. People. It was insane. The last, I, I will say, so – Things weren't looking so good with just a few seconds left. Right. So you were in Knoxville, too, everybody. So, you were yeah, at the so Alabama, Tennessee. I graduated Tennessee. from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm an Auburn fan, so they really hate me. Right. But she you can down. tell, don't you? Double down on <sighs> dumb. You can't, you can't <laughs> grow up kidding. in Knoxville and be and go to Tennessee right. and graduate from Tennessee and then move to Alabama and cheer for Alabama. That just is. Really? Why not? You just That's couldn't. I mean, like, like Tennessee like, orange is like faded out crimson. If you take a crimson hat and leave it on the dash of your truck or car for like I, six I months, it turns into colors. turns it's into just orange. Wrong. You can't really? do that. Um, but and you so, can be for but Auburn. Then my husband went to Auburn. Oh, okay. So, like, so there's a little oh, bit yeah, of an excuse. Okay. She, was, she never had. So your husband just said, "Woman, be for Auburn," and you were like, "Yes, sir." Well, okay, is that's that another podcast. Why I would still choose Auburn over Alabama, but anyway, that's another podcast. So like. Weeks ago, before this whole thing was even going to be legit, we thought it was going to be like the past 15 years, one of my husband's customers had tickets. And we asked because I just wanted to go home. We're like, well, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Well, then it kind of turned into this huge game. 
Right. And the guy kept saying, you know how much I could get for those tickets? And we're like, sorry, sorry we're still going. We're coming. And um, anyway, just either way, I don't care in the end. I and mean, whoever won, that was such a good game. Right. Such a good football game. In fact, I'm like maybe better than the national championship game that we see. I don't know who it'll be, but well, Alabama will weasel their way into it for sure. <laughs> Probably. I know. They just keep winning. But we're standing there and like the whole stadium is quiet. You know, we broke a record, a decibel level record. Right. of like 119 something. It's quiet. Is this for there's our field two goal? Two seconds. No, no, no. Oh, there's no. two seconds left. How did y'all manage to have two seconds left? It always. I, okay, look, I'm sitting at the volleyball game at Mississippi, at Mississippi State, which my Gators won. So um, both days. And the guy in front of us is a Tennessee fan. Okay. And he said, no matter what happens, we're going to get to kick a field goal. And I'm like, why? He said, because it's in Knoxville. He said, there'll be three seconds left. And he's like, oh, my bad. It was two seconds. Mm. Now, he, he, said said, he said that right after we missed our field goal. He said, no matter what, there will be three seconds and we'll get a shot. And then lo and behold, mm-hmm. a minute later, I was like, Wow, how'd you know that? We only needed one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That was so long ago, I can barely remember. My kids have no idea what that is. I guess the ball was tipped because, and I have a video of it. Jared and I are videoing it. The whole stadium's quiet, and Jared goes, I don't think he's going to make it. And I was like, I don't either. Like, Uh this is just too much pressure. Right. And then I guess it was tipped, and it, like, just barely went over. And then the whole place erupted, and I told myself. Is that the 119, the the whole place erupting? Is Is that where they set the record? No, it was somewhere in the middle on like a third down. Okay. This is so bad. I can't believe I'm going to say this. It's okay. You can say it. You're with friends. I don't know if I can say it. You're right. It's bad because like Indonesia, all the stampede where all those people died recently, that was going through my head. And I was like, I'm not rushing the field. I'm not rushing the field. I'm too old. Did you rush the field? I'm too old. Y'all, I was hopping that fence so fast. (laughs) (laughs) And like literally the guy next to me. I mean, I look like a walrus going over the ledge. And the guy next to me goes, well, we can't all be graceful. And then I jumped in on the field and I like waved at the police officer and just sprint. Because the last time I was out on that field was 1998 when Tennessee beat Florida. And I was a junior. Really? At Tennessee. Did y'all tear down the wow. goalpost then? Yes. Do y'all always throw it in the river? Um, That's the first I've heard. Usually okay. it goes down, like back in the day it was O'Charlie's. Usually it goes down Cumberland Avenue. And, and they just carry it down the street. And then they just slice it up. And like all the fraternities get a piece of the goalpost, you know. But I don't know where the river, I thought that was hysterical. I didn't know about it until later that night. This, I thought this, it was funny. Did they fish it out of the river? I think it probably just stays there as structure for the bass now. So nobody's going to get it out? I mean, I'm like, why don't you get it out and spray paint it instead of having everybody else right. buy a new one? Just stick it back up there. Yeah, I don't know what the big deal is. Well, I guess it's probably been sawed in half. Probably bent a little bit. Yeah. But who's, who brings something to saw anyway, it? Did somebody br- That's what I don't understand. I'm kind of not, like, not buying somebody that Somebody is prepared. Just in case. Just in case. They've got the hacksaw with them. Think about the people that have the yeah, choose your true. school room. The Alabama rooms, the okay. Auburn rooms, in their actual house. Okay. 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 The kind that'll do the weirdo decorations on their house at Christmas time based on their school. They're going to bring a saw to the game. Just in case. That who is, is who's going to bring a saw to the game. Hey, don't worry about Look it. I got a saw. I got a saw in the truck. I'm just we'll saying. We'll saw that joke up. I'm just telling you. Well, as we were leaving the stadium, you know, and like, and everybody was so nicely shoving. And they were like so cordial and nice, just shoving. Yeah. Spoken it actually, like a true homer. It was really. so nice. What did you call me? A homer for Tennessee. Oh. <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought you said a whore. <laughs> and I was like, okay. 
Duvall. Oh, Duvall. 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 A whore. Another one of those Tennessee <laughs> homers. <laughs> no, so as we're leaving the stadium, yeah, they were so nice. But as we're leaving the stadium, there's like people everywhere. I look over, and this kid is carrying one of the Gatorade coolers out. Like he had just taken it off the field. He just stole it yeah. off the field. And he's like, yeah. Anyway, way too much time. Go That's balls. what they need $100,000 for. It's not for the goalposts. It's for all the coolers and the oh, towels and the somebody helmets. Somebody took one of the, the benches. They, like, picked it up and carried it Somebody with found Derek Dooley's tag, like, his press or VIP, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, they found all this stuff, gloves, on the field, and they just, why just not? took it all. You know what? They are criminals. That's how we roll in the South. I did. I, we do I not tear down our goalposts. I had guilt. We do not. Because we expect well, to win. Because y'all are really that good. It's just true. You really if y'all keep you know winning, what? y'all can play us again. It, yeah. Now that would be fun. It would be. It could happen. Look, it our could. problem is. I'm betting the second time look, doesn't go the same way the first here's time. The, here's the deal. Bryce Young can huh. sling it all over the yard, but we huh. were really having trouble with our defense. We let like, them score 50 It is like, points. it was, our defense was like this. You know the little marker in the pool that's like the shallow end from the deep end? Right, right. And you throw it up and it looks like, oh, look, there's a marker. We can hmm. stop this right here. Hmm. No. It was over, <laughs> under, around, as if there were, yeah. weren't anybody right, there at right. all. Like, are we never I will give credit to their quarterback. Their quarterback played well. But what little I saw. And I'm happy that y'all have a really good coach. A real, I'm genuinely I do happy. think he's the real deal. I think he, he seems like a really good guy. Like if I passed him in an alley, You'd and he was right. like that in college, I'd be like, eh. just like who is right. that? You yeah. wouldn't even yeah. notice. Right. But apparently he's a freaking genius. Because right. if you heard Saban's press conference, I can't. He said a bad word. He said, of course, the he S word. Right. Basically saying Tennessee just handed it to us and we couldn't right. do anything about it. Right. That takes a genius. It does. To beat Saban. It does. Especially when you've never coached with him, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially when none of his underlings can win against him. Right. Yeah. But it was the whole quarterback who has the ability to run, mm-hmm. plays the game of his life. Yes. And, and home field pro. advantage. I mean, like, I, yeah, it was big. And so much of the crowd, the noise was a factor. And I know y'all want to blame it all on the refs, but like, you all were very uncharacteristically off off but we've been and off disorganized. recently because I, 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 you know, I think so my thing is sloppy. have we started recruiting different kind of players has Alabama started recruiting different kind of players because there's a lot of focus on do we are we the number one recruiting class do you get all the five stars all the five stars and, and I always was under the kind of the impression that we got a lot of five stars some four stars and that there was this weeding out process let's make mm. sure we get kids who are disciplined who are smart who and did we kind of give up on that and just go all five star, all five star? So now we have kids who maybe do dumb things from time to time or don't pay attention to the coaching or don't follow the game plan. I, I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Bryce Young's we look wrong. Was so classy and oh, it was such a good. Kid. I mean, that would tell me. I mean, when your leadership is that on point, solid and solid. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just wonder I, I why just, we I, have. I just feel like it, a couple of weeks ago maybe we. Why am I relating this to food? It's like we got food <laughs> poisoning and we right. just not the same. Like right. we were started out well, we're excited to go right. out and just let her eat, and then you get there and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. Was it the re- Was it the A and M game? It was A and M game. We haven't recovered. We literally right. haven't recovered. They they right. haven't found their moxie again yet. I hope they can. But, I hope I so. I mean, it's just normal. Like I I started thinking about the kids out there. They're literally right. 18, 19 right. year old kids Preach that, that mm-hmm. I mean, y'all know, right. just 
this pressure and you're going to have good games and you're going to have bad games. And that's just life. And what we put on these kids is insurmountable. So I don't know. Either way, Alabama's got an amazing team. Tennessee has an amazing team. Auburn's team. Well, the uniforms are cute. (laughs) I I don't know what else to say. And the home field playing at Auburn. Who, Auburn's coach? Yeah. I thought he was going to get fired on Sunday at 2 o'clock. At least that's yeah. what the talk radio so, in West Virginia so was So do you think, do you think, is it Harson, right? Yeah. Do you think he's that bad, or did he enter into a, a, a situation where, because Auburn is really bad about messing with the coaches. and No, Malzahn boost. left the program a mess. Like, okay. I think with recruiting, he did right. not do a good job. And then people undermined him immediately. So if I'm a player who kind of like, hey, I'm God's gift to the world, yeah. Nobody likes this coach anyway. You're going to be gone. Do I start doing what I'm asked? Do I not? I mean, it's not like they gave him Time. full control and whatever you say goes kind of thing. I, an I'm, I'm an outside yeah, person. I just think he's a bad fit. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think right. he's a bad fit for, for Auburn. Auburn. And just the culture that. in the South. Right. Um, And something, because at Boise State, he was amazing. I know. Do you of course, they didn't in, play anybody. Do you no. think he's in over his head? Yes. I just don't think he has the recruiting power. I don't think he has the knowledge of the SEC, and it's a different game. Right. I just don't. And I think once the fans turn on you, it's really hard, and I think right. that's happened. Right. Do you also think that it's hard for him to come into a system where the board of trustees are really so involved? Yeah, I mean, I think that's See, I think that's been Auburn's That thing's been one of Auburn's yeah. problems for years. That's that, why that's, you are paying off yeah. multiple – Coaches or whatever it is, I think people just want their hands in it too yeah, much, yeah. and uh, and that wasn't that one of the things Saban asked for when he came to Alabama. He's like, "I'm doing it. My I'm way. do. We're yeah. do, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it this way." And then everybody's like, "Oh, that's great. It's wonderful. That's what we always want to do." Uh, I, I don't anything know. Anything happens at Auburn without Jimmy Rain giving it the okay. Agreed. And how good a football coach is he? I mean, he I mean, I'm not. I don't want to insult him, but yeah, it, 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 he does. It, he's I mean, a great. He does give a lot of money, but I'm not. <clears> and he's sure a great. He's great. A great businessman. Nice guy. But. I mean, at some point, you have to say, do we want to win or do we want to have people micromanage something they know nothing about? Right. Because they're worried about embarrassment. They're worried about how they present to the world. Well, right now, it's not going so well. Right. And it hasn't for years. Yeah. So, like, in order to bring her back to her glory, which she should be, because mm-hmm. it should be. Like, it's so fun to live in the South. Isn't it way more Tennessee fun when Auburn's and Alabama mm-hmm. and Auburn? Mm-hmm. Like, it's no. fun, Georgia, <laughs> because it makes it more interesting right. at the end of the year. I think right. it's, yeah. you know, and I'm, now, I'm from the North, so I'm excited about Ohio State. My family's from there. Really? Yeah. Ugh. So, oh you know, like, so I cover the spectrum. I was feeling, not I was feeling from so close to Abs, and then she had to say, I think I'm on All your I'm side, Allison. Is I remind Look Auburn, at her. Give her the weirdo look. Well, yeah. And I hope that they can get it together. That's what I hope. Because sports, football, basketball, I can't even go to soccer. Just football, basketball (laughs) is great fun. It's great sport. And uh, I don't know. I'm sad to see Auburn kind of floundering floundering for right now. now. Me too. Is it it floundering or foundering? It's floundering. Floundering. Like a fish. Yeah, like like a little flat fish squished to the bottom. And I'm like, that's because we're total, we're we're very uneducated. Oh, I like a flounder because it's flat. Yeah, it's flattened out. And it oh, just I thought it was like the flounder was when a like fish floundering was out of around water. because that's remember their eyes are on top and they look like they're upside down. I think that's the you etymology of the word. Tweet us. Tell us what the answer is. What do you think? I'm it sure is? it's not foundering. It's it's floundering. But, I mean, but where it comes use the from? Word is, founder, and I'm like, that's not the yeah, word. Yeah, that's not. I'm silently correcting your. Mm-hmm. I want to know real quick though. 
You said I'm from the north, therefore I'm for Ohio State. Is that like the the Yankee flag school or no? It's because my cousins went to Ohio State. Oh, they went to Ohio State. They are not that I'm like yeah Ohio State because when we play when North Carolina plays Ohio State, I'm not for North Carolina. I mean, I'm not for Ohio State. Right. But it's a family thing. Right. Um, I have family members are for Ohio State too. So obviously, I can go for the Lions. But in my heart, I'm Alabama. Okay. I'm Pittsburgh Steelers, and then there's everybody else. I love. Fall sports Steelers. and football and Chris Love, John, whoever his name was from, he was from Huntsville. Not Stossel. John. He's on the news. Okay. John. John from Huntsville. John Not from Stossel. John I did. I did, I did tell someone over the John weekend, Denver. as much as I love Alabama, the dynasty and all that kind of stuff, it would be kind of cool if there oh, was parody and you it. didn't know who was going to win from like, cause I'm watching Mississippi state games and Mississippi state going to beat Ole Miss is Auburn going to win. It's fun. It, there is, there is some to that, but I still want to win, but you like the most Cause winning is what we do. Kids. <laughs> the Alabama fans are. Yes. It's we like, were here when y'all had Peyton Manning and like seven years in a yeah. row. I remember where I was when we lost to y'all that time and y'all yeah. started the streak. Nobody, Felt sorry for us when we went through the Shula years and the Dubos years and the 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 what the months of Those what was that bad. guy's name that got caught? Yeah, it's Rolling Baby or whatever it was. That guy what was that guy's name? Babies. Oh, that guy. It was the Ro- uh, it's, it's Rolling. What was whatever. his name? Pierce Price something. Price. Mark Price. Mike Price. Mike. Remember he was our coach yeah. for a few months. Oh my Remember? gosh, what was his name? Mike. I think it was Mike Price. Was it? Price. Coach Price. It was I, something like that. He, Nobody he, remembers those days now. Everyone. You are welcome to Alabama Unfiltered, the sports section. The sports edition. You're welcome. This is like, actually, we... That was was so fun. This is what people really talk about, though. It is what people really Mm -hmm. talk about. And they wanted to know. It's like that time I got a... Somebody posted one of our... (laughs) One of our podcasts on, like, a group chat. And they were like, fast forward to the five minute and 15 second mark. And I was like, what do we talk about and it was this. Like, get to the good stuff. Get to the stuff that matters. Don't pay attention you know to what? the first This stuff. is the part where you figure out if you are a sports fan or not. Right. And if you mind us. I mean, look, this are, is Alabama Unfiltered, and, and that was a big deal. It was That's a huge Traumatic. Yeah. I mean, they stormed the field and pulled down the goalpost. Come on. their on. Own, at their own place. This is going to be marked in sports history. In 50 years, they're still going to be talking we're going about to be this see, game. We're going to see this on ESPN as many times as we saw the kick six or whatever it was. Oh my we are, I'll send you all my videos. I thought I did. <laughs> you did. I had, you did, but I deleted them uh, immediately. I didn't. Oh, I didn't so nobody responded. I sent them and nobody <laughs> responded. <laughs> where was I? I, I was at dinner when uh, we were delete, sending them. Delete, with delete. Wesley and her friends. <laughs> I didn't delete I, them. I, was I don't think you really sent them to me because you knew I wasn't going to watch them. To, to let you People know that around me, them. Tennessee fans were crying. Were they really? Yes. They've waited that long? Okay, last thing. Yeah. Is it that traumatic? I mean, is that really how it feels? I mean, I laughed at them, but I guess for some people, like, they don't know. I I mean, I went to school there in the 90s. I was there when T. Martin won in 98. I know what it feels like, but after that, I mean. 98? Has it been that long? How many years has it been? 98? I have cried at a win before. So I. But that was for one of your kids, right? Surely that was for Will. Well, it was when we beat Duke. I cried. Oh, well, oh, I'm okay well, that's with that. That's yeah. a, but, I mean, but that's the same that. thing, though. I mean, no, right. but your child is. But you, you're but, so but, proud. But now you're, you're invested. But you don't invested. have like years of pain and anguish. No. This was your well, child I, thing. I immediately Chris calls me a quick sports fan, 
So, like, I'm going to dive in. West Virginia volleyball, I'm a fan. You're fully in, fully in. I'm all in, wherever my kids are. Okay. But I can feel that somebody would cry at a win because something me because you are suddenly are right. in the history. You're like, right. this is a big deal. And I can see so why long. people would cry. And it's not just because I'm 50. I wasn't Duke 50 was, when I cried. Duke was Alabama. Duke was Alabama. Right. And we beat them. I don't get it. So, I know that's weird. Okay. With the crying? I cry. If it were my child. I cry. I mean, I did fine. notice. We, I was at the the volleyball game, and I was much more excited about that win than I was. I was like, if Alabama loses, yeah. I'm going to be way, bothered by. But you do really care more about. For the, the record, kids. his daughter is a phenomenal volleyball player at Florida, number thirteen, Merritt Beeson. Go follow her. I'm, <laughs> Thank I'm you. telling you the truth. Yeah, you never talk She's about that. Absolutely unbelievable. Plays run, USA volleyball. Will be on the Olympics someday. And um, Merritt is currently getting docs. <laughs> I'm just telling you, go follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Like, if you just want a hype video just for yourself for the day, right. you're like, oh, if I could just leap that high, if I could hit a ball that hard. We can't, but we can live through her. <laughs> so I would like to tell y'all, please go follow her and see Aww. what people are saying about her because I'm reading it and I'm excited for her. Her I'm daddy's proud, proud of her. Yeah. I'm proud of My you and girl. I'm proud for her. And uh, I've been meaning to say that for a while. But well, thank you. So thank you so, so much. She's amazing. Well done. Thank you. What? Well done. Aww. Are you about to cry? No, I'm not about to cry. Aww, Darn, it didn't so She is my little girl, though. My that little so girl who's 6'3". Yeah. I think we've only made which, you which, cry which, one time. I can't remember what we were uh, talking about. Abortion. Maybe the abortion. It was a kid abortion. thing, I think. It's yeah. usually it kids. Kids, kids, make us kids, cry. And, kids and dogs. Cats, not so much. Well, what about my cat that lost her leg? Not really. It's kind of funny. That's hysterical. You can't, you can't help but laugh about Not really tripod. emotional. Speaking right, of kids. So, right, here we Speaking go. Speaking of kids, we have so much to cover today. In we can do it. Right, yeah, we, can do we can do it. it. All right, let me pull up the letter we, that you sent is this, me. Are we taking off from last week? So last week, you know, we got through the first two paragraphs of Anonymous Teacher. Mm -hmm. And I'll set it up and kind of recreate how we even got here. But I just feel like um, from this there's a lot of really good conversations that probably what we need to be talking about and that we, we talk about throughout several different shows, but I okay. think it was worth um, giving an entire right. podcast to it because some of the things we agree on and some of the things we don't, and I'm okay with that. Um, I think if this conversation is going to happen and we're going to fix public education, mm -hmm. we have to start having a conversation. And right. that's what's lacking really in America in general is that you can't even talk about your differences and respect each other right. at the end of it. And so anonymous teacher really reached out to me through local, I guess that they heard on here part of local is before we had an email address, which I don't even know our email address, but anyway, do we have no an one email does. address? Do we? It's, right. I, don't know. I don't, I don't know. Just email we'll Allison. That'd be easier. And so they said, and I say they, because I don't know, I don't know anything about them. I don't, I know they teach in the state of Alabama. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a male, a female. I don't know what they teach. I don't know where they teach. I don't know what grade. Um, basically, they had heard us talking about some school and education issues, mm -hmm. and they just had some thoughts, and I so appreciated it. Um, this was really the first email that we got, and probably this communication started maybe three months ago. Okay. And we've had lots of conversations back and forth where, you know, they talk about, and I might say he or she, I don't know. I I could say it. Is there a pronoun? Or they or them. Yeah. I don't know what you do. but Z. I don't know. Whichever um, one it is. Like, they talk about 
testing and the pressure on teachers for testing. Mm -hmm. And then we've had conversations specifically just about testing and kind of how that is mm -hmm. just such a poop show yes. in schools. So did that it, to sound very so, professional so before we start, did it, because I feel like, and y'all tell me if I'm wrong, like when I was in the legislature and even on my radio program that you can listen to five days a week from nine to 12, just check out scottbeasonradio.com and find out what stations it's on. Uh, but the question always is when, when you bring up education, and I say, you know, we've got to fix this or we've got to fix that or we need to do this or why don't we have discipline? It's like the education community, teachers in general, because the bureaucrats don't really care. They, I mean, they understand it's going to take a, a, a miracle to change the system. But teachers are really bad to automatically think you're attacking them when you're just saying, hey, the system is is messed up. I yeah. mean, and, and I think that's part of the reason we can't make any headway is because if we say, hey, look, we, we need to think about doing this or, or this is bad, our test scores are bad or whatever is bad, and teachers immediately think, well, they're attacking me, they're attacking me. Well, teachers are doing the job as is laid out on the list, right? right. So, number one, why do they always think it's attacking them? Is it just part of the strategy for the establishment to use the teachers as, hey, go out and defend the system. Go out and say, no, it's all good. Go out and say, you're attacking us. No, we're good, you know, we're good citizens. Why are you being mean to us? Which means nothing back here changes. Right. Is that is that part of it? I mean, why do they always feel that way? I think that I've learned over the years and I've read a piece. Um, you know, I, I I've read I've read a, a piece from somebody, Larry Taunton, actually, this is years ago, and he's right. And this is years ago, that you can't criticize somebody's mama, mm -hmm. their church or education because it's very deep. Mm -hmm. And Chris and I found the this connection out. to it. You can't criticize it. And you, you get that same response every time we learned this about 15 years ago when the kids were very little, we were with people whose, whose people were in education and they were super defensive. I ran it when I, when I learned, when I ran for office, mm -hmm that you cannot bring up education or they, and I got calls from high up people telling me and telling my campaign, stop talking about education. Stop talking about common core. Um, I got reamed out by somebody in the field mm -hmm. for talking about it. And I think it's very deep because what it does mm -hmm. is it seems to call into question somebody's judgment and they feel attacked because they've made that choice for their family or for their career Mm -hmm. And I think they don't realize we're not attack. It's like you said, we're not attacking them. Right. We're attacking the problem, which is we have problems in education and we want right. them to get better. Right. But they can't get better if we're always gaslighting and flipping it around on. How could you bring this right. up? You're evil I person. I work so hard. Right. That may be true. Mm -hmm. But who in this world doesn't work hard and doesn't also take mm -hmm. criticism? Right. Yeah. Those are just. Off the top of my head, what do you think? Well, I mean, I I guess I can see their side too because it's kind of like people saying all media is bad or all journalists are bad, right. and yeah. and talking about the pitfalls and how bad the media is and how biased mm -hmm. it is. Well, we're in that, right. you know. And but do you feel like somebody's if somebody says journalist or I wouldn't say we're journalists, I would just say we're talking heads or whatever. But if somebody says 
people on podcast or people on the radio, they, they don't know what they're doing. Do you automatically I think guess they're de- talking about you? No, I don't automatically think that, but I do. I guess it depends on how they're saying it right. and in what vein they're saying it. And, and what's happened with COVID is that parents have been pushed out of the schools. So where you may have had much more interaction, whether it is just parent night or just being in to decorate a kindergarten door. Right where you would have had maybe more of a relationship. And I'm guilty of this too. It comes down to me posting things on Facebook, you know, a screenshot of, and actually he talks about this. She talks about this. They, it talks about this. Z talks (laughs) about this, you know, just a screenshot of something that came home with your child from a teacher that you don't know, isn't doing anything. I kind of disagree with that because I think it's drawing attention. Hey, I wonder if that's on my child. Right. Right. That's kind of the point. But where in the past, you may have had more of a relationship. I think now things are much more personal because they're much more public mm-hmm. because we don't have those relationships. And it's like I said last week, the teachers are kind of caught in the middle between angry, frustrated parents with mm-hmm. this progressive, liberal, junk agenda. Right. <clears throat> Not to mention terrible rankings in Alabama for the education system. And we are spending more money than right. we ever have right. to be last. And every time we've spent everything. more money, there's been no result. Maybe no, maybe it's, it's arguable that every time we spent more money, it's been it, worse. It gets worse, right. which is the definition of insanity. Like mm-hmm. something has to change. Um, and so they're caught between these parents and Montgomery and the bureaucrats that you were talking about that really don't know what's happening in schools that are at odds. And the teachers are down here. They're like, I'm just trying to take care of your child who came to school and didn't have clean clothes and is worried about getting, you know, beat up by your boyfriend tonight. And I'm trying to keep them from running away or becoming a product of the Mm -hmm. system or whatever. So I just think the teachers feel trapped. So I see both sides. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a little sensitivity there because my experience was if I went out and said things, I would be the bad guy. But if I ever talked to people privately or to a, to a small group of teachers privately and say, okay, what, what do we need to do? They would offer the same exact kinds of things that I said over here. Right. But when I was saying it was attacking teachers, when they were saying it was, so there, there's, and, and I think your point of we're not communicating makes a, is a good point because we're, we're kind of walking past each other saying the same kinds of things. Right. But sometimes our feelings are so sensitive. hurt that you can't even get past the wall. Right. Maybe that's what it is. But I, but I can. I completely understand that and hear it. And when I spent time speaking in schools, I met teachers and they would have very young children pregnant in their classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, and we would talk about that. Like, I right. get it. They are bearing a very heavy right. weight. They are. They are. Um, but we've we've got to get to some point of being able to communicate and not out of fear of being found mm-hmm. out that you're saying this right. is what's really going on in schools, and that's our that's our leadership's fault. Right. And I, and I'm also I for I don't blame. I'm the also teachers. for a do over though, like yeah. a what do they do when they have these gun buyback programs or these amnesty programs of of being able to tell educators, teachers, whatever. That's always a funny one to me too. I, I'm going to stick with teachers. Saying, look, yes, for the past twenty years, thirty years, or whatever, y'all have agreed to adopt all these things because it was sold to you as a bill of goods, whatever. We're going to have amnesty. You're not responsible for, you're not responsible for helping bring common core in. You're not responsible for new math. You're not responsible for ES, you know, whatever it is, emotional, social learning, whatever. 
you're not, you're not responsible for all those things. Can we just pretend that none of y'all said these were the greatest things ever? Right. Just wipe it clean, do over. Now, how do we fix it? Because I think some of it is is a little bit like the healthcare community with yes. COVID. Yes. Oh, uh, they're never going to admit what they did because that's a big. That's not a, a big hill problem. to climb. That's a Montgomery federal well, legislation. Well, but if problem. you knew how many people when we were fighting Common Core, how many letters and calls, and you don't know anything. This is what was the word internationally benchmarked. International and benchmark. rigorous. Well, rigorous was the yes, other word. I had a one of my kids was my children was right. picked on for speaking out against it back in the day. Do you remember really? that we came down? We saw you. This is years ago. And so, yes, we have a problem. And I agree with you. And I get it because in healthcare, you talk to Chris and I pick his brain about that right. a lot. It's like th their livelihoods are at stake. And for the teachers, they feel the same way. Their livelihoods are at stake. Right. If you were to tell what was going on in school, what would happen to you? Right. And that's where I think the do-over has to occur is when we're going to the voting box this time, or voting booth, not box, mm -hmm. um, you're slipping it into the voting box, that we have to remember that these are people doing their best, but at some point we also have to require transparency from the people in Montgomery right. who are doing these things, who are accepting federal dollars that lock us into these ridiculous programs, right. but also the people in Montgomery who have never been inside of a classroom and who do not know what it's like and are passing things down. And who cares if it hurts people? Mm -hmm. They are the ones that I would like to lay a large portion of the No, no, I agree at. completely. And, and I, that's I guess not that's fair, and that's not right. right. I, and I think, too— at the end of the day, though, these teachers do have a responsibility because until the teachers speak up, I don't think anything changes because it's real easy to point to parents like us and say mm -hmm. we're paranoid, we're overreacting, mm -hmm. we're just conservative freaks that want, you know, Jesus and hell and damnation preached from behind the teacher's desk, which is not true. Mm, um, I'm okay with a little... <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, I'm just not, I don't think public school is the place I for I know that. what you think, right. But, but it's easy to point to us and say, you don't really know what's going on. Right. Well, until the teachers start speaking up and say what's really going on. Right. So some of this does fall on them and, and, and they've got to decide that it's worth the risk because we're all taking risk. Every time mm -hmm. we film a podcast, every time we write an article, mm -hmm. we're all taking risk for the sake of. America and freedom right. and liberty. And somebody's going to be mad about whatever, whatever it is yeah, you right. say. And, whatever and you know the what? Place. That's their right to be mad about. Correct. And I, I would never, like, anonymous teacher and I disagree on some things, but I'm happy to disagree. The problem is a lot of times the other side is not happy to let us be different and let us mm -hmm. have a different voice. And, and a lot of times what they say is, well, we have to do this or we can't do this. And sometimes it's because... That's just what they've been told for 20 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you ever ask, well, why not? Um, it's like um, paddling in the schools. You, you'll have, you have people who swear that it's illegal. It is not. And then they're shocked to find out the next county over does paddle. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know. It. And, and those are teachers who've been in the system for a, for a long time. So a lot of times they think there's things they have to do that may or might, may not be a state choice. Maybe their own system's choice, those kinds of things. But we got to bring those things out. And if that policy is a federal policy or a state policy, well, let's talk about how to get around that. If that's really the barrier, mm -hmm. then let people like us help you, help the teachers, help, help the kids. Help you. Yes. 
Um, and, and parents have also learned that they don't want to say anything either. No. They see the grief that people like us take. Right. No, don't say a word. Don't, honey, I don't want to be honey, like do not say a word. We're all good. It's great. We love it. Uh, yes. I, I, I was with some people like that. They're like, well, when our kids graduate, we'll talk about it. Right. That doesn't do anything. It's like w when we had, um, mm -hmm. like, gee, thanks. I, I, mm -hmm. um, Eagle Forum, when we were talking mm -hmm. about all the stuff that they were going through. And that mm -hmm. idea that you just mentioned that, like, every time we film a podcast, we're, we're going to take arrows. That's what we do. But until we have a whole army of people willing to do that, then right. you're right. We're stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're stuck. And, um, and it's hard to take criticism. It's not fun. Who likes it? Oh, please criticize me. Please tell me how yes, long I Yes, y'all please criticize, so criticize ads, not It's not, not me. fun. <laughs> Bring it. That's scottbeasonradio.com. Is that the so, real website? Yes. Okay. You can hear it streaming if you don't want to hear it on the regular radio in your car. Anytime. <laughs> See, you didn't know that. No, I did. I just didn't know uh, if scottbeasonradio.com was the... I didn't know if right. it was your really number, place. your station number, or... Yeah, no, that's it. Very cool. good. So we're going to start back over... Oh, from the start? I, okay. We are, because I, I don't know if people actually right, Before you start, are you picturing a man or a woman? I'm See picturing a man. You're going with man? I'm going with a man. I'm going with a woman. I aren't, got a most, furry. aren't most teachers women? Maybe maybe it's a furry. But could be a woman. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying I'm saying 60-40, man. Did y'all, okay. Another, another side, another thing that doesn't matter. Did y'all, I think it's Joe Rogan, and then like the biggest podcast? Yes. He said something well, about... talked about the furries? Yes. And I'm like, his he's friend, so far behind. Yeah. And he was yeah. shocked. I said, if you listen, if if he if would just listen, podcast, if he would listen to ours, yeah. he would have known that a long time ago. Told you. Hey, if Joe Rogan's talking about furries, furries are real. Like, I think that maybe people will actually... So they weren't real when we talked about it? I mean, no, because we're just crazy conservative... <laughs> From Alabama. Foil hat wearers. Yeah. <laughs> But it's Joe Rogan saying it. He smokes weed and does all those crazy things, and so he's way more legit than we he's are. He's way more cool. Yeah. Duh. We're yeah. lame. So if he said it, okay, no, I can I say mean, that. I'll take it, though. If he if he can help he's catching spread on the with word the furries. on furries wasn't litter it, boxes. Wasn't a litter box at the school? It was a litter box at his friend's wife's school. You think he has friends in Alabama? Because it wasn't at one of our schools that... Several. <clears throat> no, our schools have drag queen teachers. That's in Huntsville. That's in Huntsville, yeah. At my my husband's middle school that he attended. Really? Mm -hmm. What? He's too old to have had this guy. Mountain right? Gap Middle. Mm -hmm. Yep. He was like, oh, my gosh, this is my school. And apparently that teacher's taught there for 22 years mm -hmm. and is a certified counselor. Of course. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, so to the left. So he's telling your child what worldview to have. Now, a minute ago yeah. when I said I'm okay with Jesus being taught, <laughs> something was being taught. Something, something is being taught. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. But just make sure it's not any religious stuff. But that is a religion. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> anyway, okay, All we right. must read the letter. Okay, that'll be All another right, show. There we go. The letter again. We can do it next. Like show. I said last week, I'm not a great reader, and you said, "Oh, but because you went to Tennessee, but now I'm justified because we beat you." Anyway, I'm gonna try and get this out. Okay, okay. y'all stop me. Well, I'm going to just take notes and you, you read. Okay. All right. So this is the first email that I got from anonymous teacher. Most of the time when conservative media, such as this podcast, talk about public education, it's negative. Just like in any profession, a bad, a few bad people make everyone look bad. Corrupt politicians, contractors taking bribes and cutting corners, police paid to turn a blind eye, pastors who aren't really called to ministry but are just looking for a paycheck. 
we're not all the same. Please stop acting like we are. I don't sit here and lump each of you into the worst of your profession. I don't know you, so please quit assuming you know each and every one of us. Most of us are devout, God-fearing people. We're not Marxists. We're not teaching gay is the way. We're there to teach the standards. So we know he's not, never mind. Carry on. At the one school. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) He's not, okay. Each course, oh, he's talking about teaching standards. Each course has them, look them up. Alabama course of study, it might shock you what isn't in there. We're here to love your kids and help them reach their potential. We're not there indoctrinating kids. If I could indoctrinate a kid, the first thing I'd do is get them to turn their work in on time. The next and final thing would be to make them make benchmark on every exam they're forced to take. Here's a novel idea for parents. Get to know your kids' teachers. We don't mind talking or meeting with parents, especially the ones we know aren't coming at us with how perfect Johnny or Jill are, and there's no way they did what we claim. But we talk professionally to them no matter how much they cuss and spit in our faces while doing it. You can't begin to fathom how nice it would be for me to hear from a parent, hear a parent is there to see me, and all they want is to ask how they can help me, or just take the chance to get to know me. Meet the teacher night or whatever your school calls it doesn't do it. Oftentimes, we've been at school that day for 12 hours That by that point. We haven't seen our family at all. Our kids will be in bed by the time we get home. We aren't paid that for that extra time either. It's just required without being required. That's another story for another day. Just show up and say, hi, I'm Jerry's parent or guardian. How can I help make what you're doing easier? Wouldn't we all love that, though? If you do that, you'll quickly find the bad apples you want gone. Posting screenshots on social media... From teachers you've never talked to isn't going to help. I don't know. I think it might have. Face stirred to face, up a response. Yeah, it stirred the pot. Face to face contact helps. My point, my, that was so sudden. <laughs> that was go balls. My Tennessee's coming out. <laughs> Here's my thing with like posting screenshots on social media or just calling mm-hmm. it out. They didn't ask my permission when they put half this crap in front of my kids. Mm-hmm. They didn't call and say, are you okay if we talk about this? Are you okay if we put this on every single test? Are you okay when you fill out the FAFSA, which every senior has mm-hmm. to? We ask if you're binary or non-binary and if you're transgender and what the color of your skin is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not asking my permission. So I kind of, right. right or wrong, I'm like over asking their permission. If you're going to put it out there in front of my child, I have every right to publicly share it. And if you don't think things should be publicly shared, don't put them in front of my child. Preach it. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder why why would they get upset with you showing what they gave to your kids? It's called gaslighting. Right. Is what that is. Somehow I'm wrong. Right. It's called gaslighting. You shouldn't tell anybody. You, you, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, when you're asking my eighth grader, how her relationship is with her parents and then discussing it in front of the entire class. Yeah. I'm going to call you out. You're not mm-hmm. a counselor. I didn't ask you to help make, right. I mean, it just drives me insane. Anyway. Didn't okay. I say the drag queen guy was a counselor? I just want to make a hundred percent sure. Okay. I got a really good story about account. <laughs> next show next week. Okay. If you have no ill intentions and a teacher continuously ignores you, assuming you don't have the reputation of wanting to do away with public school teachers or that parent that wants to jump the conference table and turn every conference into a WWE match, there's your sign. 
And last week you commented, you're like, well, what do you do if you find the bad apple? They're always tenured and you can't do anything anyway. I don't, I don't know I the last just... time anyone fired a teacher who just couldn't teach. Because, you know, not, not everyone has a spiritual gift of teaching. Right. Right? Right. Not everyone's good at teaching. Right. And we all know they're in the schools. The teachers know they're in the schools. Find out which teachers the teachers request for their own children or which teacher yeah. all the teachers avoid when, they, when their kids are coming through. Ooh. Don't get abs, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Only well, they know. So, so those people are still there for years and years and years and years and years. So the only tactic you have, I think, as an administrator is to make their life so miserable that they want to leave. Yes. And I then someone that. else gets them or they get yeah. promoted downtown then and then they're the around. bureaucrat in charge. Right. Yeah. Okay. Administrators would love for you to talk to them too. Talk to them too. Ninety-nine percent of parent contact is when a kid is in trouble. Reach out to them. Okay, that's okay. as far as we got last right. week. And can I ask one question as we're going through? This is not a long question. I'll even you stay can. a little extra for it. Do y'all feel like in y'all's at your schools? So in the elementary school, they're like, "Hey, moms, dads, we need people involved. PTA, come help with this. Come help with that." And you get to junior high, it's like, mm, yeah, a little less. High school, it's like. Fort Knox, you don't need to be anywhere yeah. around. You don't need to know what we're doing. Doesn't that cause some of the that's that's the opposite of this? Parents are actually kind of pushed away, shielded away. Don't be coming up here. Don't be expecting to take part in this or that or be a you know room mom but is or that whatever. Because of the kids are older and like it's not. As I don't know. They would. They would. Well, they would. They would act a whole lot better if somebody's parent was around. Going, if I called Abs and said, "Hey." Your son was walking on the lunchroom table today when I was there. I'd be that there. would be, you know, what I'm saying it would probably help with a lot yeah, of things yeah. a little bit. I just, I just get the feel that they really don't want us there, regardless of what that says about want us to meet. So I'm thinking this is lower grade levels, teacher. I'm still stuck on the trying very, to figure yeah, out who people you're are. Like very right. interesting. Blue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the new part. Let me tell you about a normal day in my normal classroom. My room has 28 desks. There are 41 kids in my class. I can't move around the room for all the kids sitting on the floor. Susie is pregnant for the third time by the same predator that no one in her family will turn in. We do the best we can for her, though. John is asleep again for the third time this week, and it's only Wednesday. He stayed up late all night again to make sure Mama's new drunk boyfriend didn't beat him, his little sister, and his mom so bad they'd wind up in the ER again. Larry is late. He works night shifts to help pay bills. He got off at 5 a.m. and tried to take a quick nap but overslept. Crap, there's a fire drill. Where did Juan and Erica go? Did they run off together again? We've got to go find them. Mike either sleeps every day or causes a disruption. He just wants out of here so he can work. And mom and dad don't even see why he has to stay in school until he's 17. Eighth grade at 16 was good enough for them. The bell just rang, and that was the first block. I'm getting observed next block. I better be on fire. The deputy, the deputy superintendent's daughter teaches what I do, and she needs a job. What's that? Don't worry, because she barely graduated college and has been fired from other systems for being incompetent. You're right. No one has ever been fired for a situation like that. They'd never fire a teacher who loves what they do and does it better than most for nepotism. There's a okay, lot Okay, can I there. call a timeout? Yeah. Probably shouldn't, but I, this is anonymous, so I don't know. That's too many of the perfect hypotheticals to be legit. That is that is a little bit um, hyperbolic, fictionalized, like. taking every possible 
thing you could have in multiple people's classrooms and, and rolling it all together to tell the story. So I'm just saying, don't take it as like this I'm person, in so my sure opinion, because yeah, so it, sure. because I've heard those stories before for years. I heard this one from this one, this one from this one. And it's yeah. kind of the, it's kind of the best of the rest. Think Does about, that make th- though, sense? Depending on where you teach. I mean, I hate to say that. Yeah. I, some uh, places where you teach. I'm just, it's just setting the meter off just a little. It, it does sound country as well. It sounds a little bit outside of, um, because really? I could see in schools that I've visited that there uh-huh. were, they would have an epidemic of pregnant girls right. in junior high and high school. Actually, I went to uh-huh. a school, but it was outside of Alabama. There was a fourth grader pregnant. But anyway. Really? So, but it does seem very, Yeah, it's a, very I, th- I think big. it's a compilation of maybe years of experience. Let me read the next line. All rolled into one. That would make sense. You think Wouldn't that's it? some liberal fantasy or propaganda to make people feel sorry for teachers? No, that's my school. Every single day, every single class. Not every school is Mountain Brook or James Clemens. We don't have their resources. Shoot, most of the time, we don't have resources or adequate facilities. Some teachers don't even have a classroom. They rotate each block or period to where teachers have planning time just to have an empty room. Every day I wake up knowing that I may have to put myself in between a bullet and my students. I'm willing to do that and to fight to the death to protect these kids, even though you despise me without even knowing me. I think despise is a strong word. I think despise mm. is a very strong word. Yeah. But 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 if if he or she or Z feels that way, it it kind of brings up what we're saying. We we just want to fix education. Right. We're the last in the country and we're and we're in a country that's what last almost last among industrialized nations. Yeah. So I'm waiting on them. Yeah. What what are their ideas to fix it? We want school choice, right? P- parents have Yes. complete choice. What is their answer? That's a good question. I could ask anonymous teacher and yeah. we could talk about that. That'd be great. So unless you're police or military, you don't do that. Talking about putting yourself in between a bullet. Okay. So it's police, military, and teachers. Yeah. The people telling us how to do our jobs have armed bodyguards. We have one SRO for the entire campus if we're lucky. And there's more, but they're personalized stories for each teacher in each school. We want to teach kids that want to learn. We can't do that with the problems parents send to school. And I agree. It's it's not this is the breakdown of the family and of mm-hmm. respect for authority. Mm-hmm. You watch it and you watch it how our politicians treat each other, how they talk to mm-hmm. each other. You watch what's on the news and how people are hateful mm-hmm. and these kids have pretty much zero role models. And a lot of times their families are ripped apart. And now, I mean, I came from a broken home and I don't know what the difference was, but I knew to act straight. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. You you knew to act straight. And and our kids, our kids from broken homes and poor backgrounds and mean step parents and boyfriends and terrible, you know, whatever. Are they worse than, in the states that are ahead of us because um, we're at the bottom. So when it says all these situations and we can't deal with what the parents are sending us, they're the kids, it's the kids are bad. Are they, are they worse than the states? Are they worse than Mississippi? Are they worse than Louisiana? Are they worse than, no, I think know, are they worse than Oklahoma? Worse. Right. It's, it's almost like it's, we it's are not expecting yeah. better. Yeah. This is where it gets good. 
Oh my goodness, I'm already stressed. Let's talk about those people telling us how to do our jobs for just a second. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are men and women in suits in Montgomery and Washington, D.C., who haven't been in a public school classroom since segregation ended, even if they went to public school then. Your aunt's third cousin, twice removed brother's stepdaughter being a teacher doesn't mean you know what it's like or how it should be. Give up your cushy salary for a few days of work and take mine and do my job. Then you can tell me how I should be doing it. Just because you were an elementary school during elementary school teacher during segregation, I guess he thinks there are lots of old people. It's just I guess old that's why people. he's going I mean, back to segregation. I mean, y'all are like clearly old enough to have been there during segregation. Me, new. Obviously. It's <laughs> a gray hair. Never mind. During segregation doesn't mean you have a clue about what we do today. Unless you do it, you do not know. Fair. But that... Yes, but that doesn't mean that your opinion and your thoughts right. and your your view isn't valid. Right. This is really beginning to make my heart hurt. I just am going to say that. Keep reading. Okay. I don't know why. Okay, I, that's interesting. 60% of my of students of my students either don't speak any English, speak little English or English is their second language and isn't spoken at home. Some speak Spanish, some speak Korean, some speak Mandarin. Half of them are also special ed. Some of these kids don't even go to school in their home, didn't even go to school in their home country. I've still got to get them proficient to pass a test so they can graduate or I'm at fault. That is something we need to talk about. I think that is where education between Common Core, mm -hmm. all this where it's all gotten into testing and testing and testing. It's why teachers are leaving. There's this progressive agenda, <clears throat> but it's also like all this paperwork and all these things that you have to meet. I, will, this, I will agree with the paperwork and the checks, but... With, but without a test, how do you know anybody learned anything? I, I get the feel that some of it, some of the anti-testing is, hey, a test comes back and shows that no one in our school is at grade level. Therefore, I hate it. But see, I There's would, another side I, to I, that. I would right. say that there is, you know, teaching to the test, mm -hmm. and there is a lot of testing. I think mm -hmm. you look in Europe at, I don't even know what country I was reading about, that they, I think they only test once a year. Yeah. And that's it. But we're testing several times a year and we're constantly measuring ourselves. And I think even just on the everyday level okay. of taking tests and waiting for your report card to come out, there is a lot of testing and a, okay. a lot of measuring going on, which means there's a lot of data collecting going on. And they have to test well to get money from the state. And however mm -hmm. many students they have, that's how many how many dollars come in? I thought in? if you tested worse, we poured more money on you. No, I don't know. Is that not But how I know that I almost got into it with somebody about one of my kids not coming to school. I did get into it. Oh, because them. it was a test day. Because it was a test day. And I was like, nope, not coming to school because this doesn't matter. Well, it does because it, it, okay. you know, it affects our funding. I'm like, I mm -hmm. appreciate that, but this person isn't ready for this. And this isn't going on their report card. This is just additional testing. And right. oh, by the way, we've already had four days of testing this year. Right. So I do know that they're very interested in the testing. We've got to do a better right. job because we keep testing and it keeps saying it's bad. Right. Are we going to keep testing and try to see until we get it? Right. No, that's what Good. you're saying. And, and, I, and I'm unaware of how many times like, a year they do the quote unquote standardized like test. Cause, cause I'm looking back, you know, in the old days, I know now that like some of the schools, if the, if the ninth grade is testing, Everyone else has to either not be at school or be quiet or do nothing. So the school kind of just shuts down. That's so so you end up with multiple days and weeks of everything being shut down for these tests. And you think, well, 
why is that? That's a lot of instructional time that is lost, even for the kids who aren't actually testing. Three grades of Oak Mountain High School are out today. My daughter's grade's out because the 10th graders are taking the pre-ACT. That would be Molly. So everyone else couldn't be quiet and do their thing? Or we don't have separate classrooms? I I mean, mean, it was an E-day. Okay. And they have to get their work in by a certain Right. Time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's things I just don't understand see, why it's done that way. My side for testing is like, I don't think it's fair for the child that just came over from Mexico that's in seventh to take a grade, test in English. It's never right to right. take a test in English mm-hmm. and have to pass, you that's know, seventh grade algebra. And then that all falls back on the teacher where you're right. like, I'm doing everything I can, but right. they don't even know what I, I, it's just not fair. And then that right. puts pressure and then maybe, yeah, okay, so we we fake it. We somehow get them to pass it. They don't really know the information. Right, right. We pass them on. I look good, but what good is that? Is that right. true education? I don't right. think so. No, I don't think so either. I agree. So I, I don't know what the answer is. I can't remember. But, you, but, but we three can't be the only ones who thought we can't give a kid who only speaks Spanish the eighth grade math test or the eighth grade English test and give it in English. Mm-hmm. We can't be the only three who thought that. If we are the only three who thought that, we need to fire everyone at the Department of Education. You see what I'm saying? That, that's a easy Which actually, one. I'm for that. Let's just that's shut the whole thing down. I am for that. And because y'all are state. haters. Yeah, we, yeah, sure. That makes <laughs> sense. No, people hate us. Right. It's okay. They do. But you, yeah. but you see what I'm saying? There's so many things that occur that I think if, if regular folks and teachers and everybody were around a table, they're like, we ought not do that this way. Let's don't do that. So why do we still do those things when common sense says you probably shouldn't? Because I think that there is so much, and we we said this in the beginning, so much that they have to get through in a day on their checklist of things. Mm-hmm. That, that comes down from the trying, feds. That and comes state, down from the feds. So, so. Yes, that they have to. I have a friend who taught in Florida schools, and it was around the height of Common Core mm-hmm. in Florida. And she wanted to do something different. Well, she didn't know her principal was coming in that day. And she wanted to do something sweet for, you know, a a field trip they had taken. Mm -hmm. And the principal came in and was like, you can't do that. That's not on the list of things you have to do today. See? Yeah. And so I feel like that is the deal. So no matter how much they would like to think outside the box, no matter how much they do think outside right, the box, right. they're not given the opportunity to bloom and flourish in their way because there's a checklist. Mm-hmm. Because and the checklist was made because some people weren't doing their job. That's right. But now we we have shackled hey, the people who would made. do their that's job. Right, right. Rules are made because one person broke the rule, not because everybody right. broke the rule. Right. But now we're all down to that level right? because one person wouldn't just – Go along with it. Right. No, I agree. So I, I, I feel for the teachers. I right. think teaching is a yeah. gift, and the good ones should be well paid for. I agree. They deserve all mm-hmm. of it. And they should be given the they freedom to actually teach, people. and then right. what happens at the end My on the test or whatever is matters. thriving. Mm-hmm. I, I am so grateful for that. But to keep them tied into this little thing that they have to do Mm-hmm. Each nine weeks and each quarter and all of it, please. Mm-hmm. So, so wrap, kind of wrapping it back up though, is that freedom scary for teachers? Would they rather have the security of give me the checklist? Yes, 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 yes. I did the checklist. I can never be fired. Is there, are they drawn to that? 
or do they want the freedom to teach, use their God-given gifts to pour their heart and soul into those children and, and actually get those children to be interested and learn? Because that's a little scarier because now you're from, out there on your own. I have heard from people who are uh, in different school systems in different parts of the state that their teachers do like Common Core because it lets them know what they're supposed to teach. Mm-hmm. And you just have that's to say, everybody. I read that it, I did it. That is one area. I don't know that that's true right. for everybody. I just I think what we're seeing and where a lot of the tension in schools come in right now is that you have the kids that have – the kids, all their kids to me – that have the teachers that have graduated from school the past ten years that were kind of educated and taught to teach and indoctrinated really mm-hmm. with one way, and then you've got the old school teachers that really would prefer to have the freedom to read a classroom and say, you know what, we need a break today. Mm-hmm. Isn't that life like if right. you are really in tune with your classroom, you're like, right. we might need to take fifteen minutes and just go scream outside on the playground for ten minutes, you know, just mm-hmm. a break. Um, they don't have the freedom to do that. And so right. I think that's where some of this tension right. comes in and we're going to see it more. And unfortunately, a lot of those really good old school um, teachers are leaving. Yeah, they're, the ones, they're the ones who say we're not going to do it. And, and what's funny is that old school teacher is the one who would look at her classroom or his classroom and say, okay, everybody's getting this, but I got, I got two kids right. over here aren't. Let me see if I can teach it to them in some different way. Right. And then they get it. Yes. But the new system says... Take all day. We're teaching. We'll teach it A this way today. We'll teach it B this way tomorrow. And we'll teach C way Thursday. Nobody got any of it, but we did A, B, and C. Yeah. When A worked, you know, and C was what the teacher did here for the two kids. But but that's really freedom and being able to figure out what you want to do and what's best for the children. And now it's this great idea that some pointy head came up with. Well, there's different ways kids learn. So let's teach all three ways. Instead of allowing the teacher to say, okay, I know the three ways. Right. And if I need to, I'll use that third way. But if I don't need to, I'm not going to. Right. That's what I want for teachers. And we need teachers to say, if that's a good idea, we need them to say, we need anonymous to say, yeah, give us that freedom. Yeah, let us do that. Let us show what we can do. And then doesn't that work better? I haven't ever taught in a classroom, so I don't know. But my You taught your own children. Yeah. I have taught my own children. I'm not a very good teacher, though, which is ironic because I was either going to get my teacher certificate or my engineering degree. I guess it's good I got my engineering degree. But I don't know. Something has to change because what we're doing is not working, and mm-hmm. our kids are suffering um, mentally, you know, academically, I, physically. We're just getting more obese and lazy and unhealthy. I, like something, something's got to change in this whole system and how we care for our children in the public education system. Okay, we're almost through. Oh, shoot, you've got to go. Okay. So get to know us and what is really going on in 99.9% of Alabama's classrooms before you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let teachers serve in the legislature like in other states. Why can't we do that? It must be the humongous salary we'd earn each year. Don't get me started on how much Alabama's legislators make versus the days they work. Compare it to an early career teacher. Maybe we can't run because we'd win. We'd gladly take unpaid leave for the minuscule amount of days we would need to be in Montgomery. The salary a legislator draws would be more would more than make up for the difference. Maybe it's because we're not as stupid and indoctrinated as you were made as you 
as we're made out to be. If we can handle your kids with the drama you send them to school with, I think we can handle public policy. (laughs) Think back to the one teacher you remember when you think about your school days, the one that you knew loved you. Maybe he or she was the only person in your life that loved you or made you feel like you were worth something. That's who almost all of us are. Until you take the time to actually get to know us, Facebook stalking doesn't count. Don't lump us together. You're not on MSNBC or CNN. You're better than that. I can't speak for everyone, but I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. We have lots to say. We won't agree on everything, but we will on most. If you'll actually take the time to learn how classrooms really are, we hear everything you're shouting. Are you willing to listen? Yes. I've been asking since 1998. Tell us the answer. When you were in the legislature? Except it can't be... More money. Give me the answers. Tell me how to fix it, but it cannot be be, more money. Why can't it be more money? Because because we have tremendous resources that we're already spending that aren't working. So in my world, that means take a resource from something that's not working and move it over to the new thing that is working. Okay, so I think you you have to deal with the systemic issues, yes. But where I say, why can't it be more money? Like, don't you think we should pay our teachers more? How much do we, I mean, I don't know. What's, where, like where's the limit? How much do we pay? Dollars up to like 60. Some of them start lower than that. Right. But I mean, they, it right. can get up to a decent salary. Right. MP hip is worth uh, about $30,000 a year, 28, $30,000 mm-hmm. a year. And you retire when? Uh, when you want 25 retire. years, 25 years. So, mm-hmm. but I think you got to wait now till you're 65 if you're a new starter, but you can, you can quit working. So I, I think that's not the answer. In my opinion. No, I don't think it's the answer, but I think it. when you said not more money, I thought you were talking right. about salary. No, no, not, so not, said, not them personally. I'm talking yeah. about just the whole idea of we don't spend enough no, on education. money does not equal success. Right. And obviously. I could pay teachers yeah. more if we had fewer counselors and other stuff that we don't need. Couldn't we? I mean, yeah, but we're spending, uh, we need to get the education budget and oh, see what they it's, pass. It's huge. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculously high. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Well, I think that the, the one thing I appreciate is this person writing the letter to us. Yes. I do think that more money is not ever the answer. I do think if we took the revolutionary idea that we taught kids how to think, not what to think, and made sure that at each grade level they could think and they could work through their problems, which means focusing most on math mm-hmm. um, because that's a problem-solving issue, reading, speaking, writing, Um, history and science, you focus only on those things and not all the other garbage going on, but really teaching them how to think logic, rhetoric, the things that our grandparents, we couldn't pass an eighth grade test that they passed in 18, Mm -mm. whatever. I used to have that test on my computer. Um, And you get through like question number three and I'm like, I don't even know what they're saying. Right. Um, But we've really got to get back to that. But also there is the issue that in the letter, there's a lot of woe is me. And, and I understand that. But I think what we get back to is you can't gaslight us for speaking up. Mm-hmm. You can't be the only one saying this is a problem we need. This is the theme of the whole show. We need more people to say, I am willing to take a bullet. Here's my face. Right. This is what I teach. Come to my classroom. We all want to talk about it. Right. We need more teachers to come forward. Which takes to tell a us lot to tell us the problems that make tell it where you can't because we be are successful. for you. You have our kids, right? You, you like we're for you, but not in this way of everything that's listed felt like. And there's no discipline, and the parents suck, 
and you're right. terrible. Well, guess what? That's exactly what it feels like reverse. Right. So we've really got to get to the place where we separate all of that out. We quit, we quit throwing rocks at each other and deal with the problem. We have kids in schools who aren't learning. Don't add more money. Tell us how you'd fix the problem. Right. How would you do it? And stand up and show us your face. That's scary, but in order to correct the wrongs, that's what we have to do. That's what I think we have to do. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, But it takes a lot of bravery just to go ahead. This is the first letter you've ever gotten. Like, this is the first person who's ever said, here's the situation. Right. That takes bravery, and we appreciate that. We need more people, but we also need faces because Mm -hmm. then legislators are going to listen, and then the school board and the state board of education are going to listen because they're going to say, oh, God, there's like 25 of you. Right. Oh, it's I not agree. just one person in one school district. Right. Like you're all across the state. Yeah. And I agree with them completely. We're not in the classroom. We don't know what the obstacles are. It, it, what is the obstacle of teaching Sally how to read? Right. By whatever grade. Right. Well, tell us what it is. Right. What What can we do to help you? Because for years and years and years, no answer. And then, then every once in a while there's a new fad, whether it's Common Core or new math or new whatever. And that's going to fix classrooms. It. And then that doesn't fix it. And people, Americans got great educations in unair conditioned one room schools with wood burning stoves. That was before and had, there was the and department had 40, of education. Yes, and, and with 40 and 50 kids, two, two or three grades in the same classroom. And mama brought lunch. And right. it was run by the community or the local church. And they had little chalkboards on their desk. The, yeah. So how did that happen? I don't know, but here's a novel idea that will blow your minds. And this is a whole other podcast. You don't have to send your kids to public schools. Again, preach it. Uh, but aren't the private schools acting very similar to the yeah. public Yes, they you can homeschool. You can you do could. it. You can join a co-op. And I get that not mm-hmm. every, and we've got to find a way for those families that have special needs children or right. that don't have the ability. Like my mom was a single parent. There's mm-hmm. no way she could have homeschooled me and right. put food on the table. So I'm sympathetic, but for a lot of us, we are so trained to think that public education is the only way. And maybe public education was never meant to be what we're looking for. You may be right. I mean, that's, that's, or maybe it was never meant to be what it's turned into. Uh, I would argue it was the former that, um, I, I think as Christian conservatives, we're probably trying to make the public school Mm -hmm. system something that it's not and never was intended to be. If you look and see the roots and why it started, mm-hmm. it was, this was, anyway, it's another podcast, but public education, I'm not sure will ever fit the mold of what we're really looking for because we can't say, go preach Jesus from behind the desk. Right. If that's what we're looking for, public school will never right. be it. And even if you say, let's just be neutral. Well, the reality is nobody's neutral. Right. So, I don't know. I'm taking my kids out of public school. This is our last year. I'm just, we're done. Um, And maybe that's where more people land. Like, you're fighting for something that maybe was never supposed to be. That's fair. I don't know. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed it. This this has been uh, this week's edition of Alabama Unfiltered. Ladies, I appreciate y'all so much. And, um... That's good stuff. We're going to have to do it again, right? Yeah. I, I think I think we need to come up for quite 
come up with questions to ask anonymous teacher and, and then, just continue and then revisit this dialogue. it yeah. in a few weeks yeah, yeah. absolutely because we want the best for schools yes, we, we really do, do. absolutely yeah, we do. thank y'all thank y'all for watching don't forget to go to the place that you listen to all your podcasts give us a thumbs up or five stars and more importantly than anything tell some other people about this show because that's why it's growing by leaps and bounds thank you very much we'll see y'all